One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. We are the Dadly Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick here to look ahead to tonight's episode of Men in Our Row. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. <sighs> where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a money quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to look ahead to Raw tonight. An intriguing show in prospect. Yeah, we recorded the news this morning, which might not have gone out by the time people listen to this, and you made a point, and you see it a lot, and I'd, you weren't making this in bad faith, you just see this a lot, um, where you said, oh, you have to watch Raw tonight. Following what happened on SmackDown, you have to watch for Cody in particular, you know, and we'll be talking about that endlessly on our SmackDown review and all that, but it, it's not like a tactical success story from WWE. Like, you're going to have to see what goes down tonight. But it is that dumb look that they get sometimes when they do something so generationally stupid on one show that you kind of have to see what happens in the aftermath. It's the same as last year's Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, and that was a hideous show for a number of, like, Vince McMahon-related mm-hmm. reasons, as it turned out. But, yeah, you couldn't look away. Like, all eyes were on that Raw opening segment as somehow Cody Rhodes has failed to defeat Roman Reigns. And we're back here again, and WrestleMania hasn't even happened yet. It is... <laughs> It's not for the right reasons, but we've definitely been here before with WWE. It is, it's that kind of perverse, captivating feeling of leaning in and going, well, what's this going to look like? Do you think, I mean, as if the weekend wasn't bad enough for Cody, as he was walking backstage after one of the house shows of the weekend, he was attacked by Shinsuke Nakamura. He was misted. Oh, no. Yeah. He's in a bull <laughs> rope. It's He's in a bull rope match as a result tonight. I should say, by the way, if you're thinking they haven't really talked much about the decision of putting Rock in there, we're going to do a full SmackDown review, the three of us. It's also going to be live on YouTube this afternoon, 2 p.m. UK And wherever you get your pods from. Yes. Um, So we're going to talk more about the actual decision-making then. But, I mean, there's talk of hijack Sidge. I don't know whether this this pivot is that we're going to have a Cody promo and it's like, well, we can't give him a live mic in front of these potential people. How do you feel about it all? Um, we're going to go more in depth on the SmackDown review to just unpack how inexplicable, just how unbelievably stupid it was on literally every conceivable level. So if you want the rant, basically, you'll get it on the SmackDown review. Uh, We'll go very in-depth on that. As it pertains to tonight, there'll be some crossover uh, in these discussions, so we apologize in Mm. advance. Um, It's interesting, the ghosts... No, uh, that's a reference to I think you should leave. It's interesting... 
how to gauge how the crowd is going to react because um, I think I was one of the I think I was one of the first guys actually <laughs> one of these days I'll get me f***ing flowers to point out that the complexion of the WWE audience has changed immeasurably um, upon the formation of AEW and indeed the twilight days of Vince McMahon's runners Booker where these fans are happy and they like it but you can. Piss off a whole new set of fans. Yes. And that's potentially what has happened. Having said that, the actual stare down between The Rock and Roman Reigns and The Rock's pop and the, you know, in the building was, you know, was earnest. It's The Rock and Roman Reigns. It was huge. It was pretty it's, huge. We've not got an issue with The Rock versus it's Roman so Reigns, It's so massive, we? isn't it? It's so weird because it's so huge. And, like, your take, Will Bourne, I don't think is just yours. Like, people that are attending WrestleMania or people that are excited to see that match or whatever, see The Rock wrestle, yeah. the list is long. There isn't much of a problem with the match. The problem is with the context with which it's being presented and who's had to suffer for the match to take place. And I'm not even bothered about it happening this year if you'd put the title on Cody last year. The, the point about the fans that have, the new fans that have never been pissed off before, I think is the most salient. Because or like the rejuvenated fans who believe again. Yeah, like the rejuvenated fans plus like the this this demographic that were maybe that were just happy with even say twenty twenty one WWE. Mm. So like low bar, then probably couldn't believe their luck with how great it got by comparison to what they mm. kept watching. Now for the first time being given something to be extremely angry about, and it is like this is the thing, right? I don't really like people online calling WWE fans stupid for being angry about this. I have an issue with that. It's like, they're just really engaged in a story, and a story has been largely well told, and now it's been betrayed. This is what, they're seeing wrestling done how it's supposed to be. Whether you like WWE or not, it's irrelevant. Like, Cody Rhodes was on a on a path, yeah, on a hero's journey, suffered a pretty enormous setback, and remained uber popular. Mm-hmm. More popular than I would have imagined. Yeah. Especially considering some of the stories he's been putting. Some very lightweight material, and nonetheless, he's remained incredibly over. That is the measure of the man and the star power and all of that. To the point where it isn't really even a storyline that has lifted him yeah. from it. It is an alien invasion, and the alien is the rock. And th- and that's all that has happened here, you know? And, like, as Sid points out, it's going to overlap with what we're going to talk about at length on SmackDown. But I, like, the the anger is uh, just as justified as it was for Brian in 14 mm. or everything in 15. You know, like, or the, that Brock and Roman main event. Yeah, this the, is... The, the fans despised... Universally, for reasons like they thought the Roman was going to win, he didn't even win. But there was just no reason to be happy watching that WrestleMania main event. This isn't people suddenly deciding on squared circle or whatever. You know what? Chad Gable deserves a WrestleMania event. I love him, and I do. Yes, his big match at WrestleMania. Good example. But if suddenly right now they were like, right, we do. I, I, Sid, on the news, I came up with a hashtag. Hashtag we want Cody. Right, I want people to send it out. (laughs) Okay, to promote it and. And he really thinks it's got legs that way. I think, I think, honestly, I think it's a good trend bigger than like Real Madrid and Mbappe, if possible, you know. Um, and make sure you dislike the video actually on uh, uh, WWE's YouTube channel, see if we can get that ratio properly. Um, but this isn't them suddenly <laughs> deciding, yeah, you know what, so and so hasn't got their flowers, and now's the time on the road to WrestleMania to give it to them. It, it, it was he- all heading in the right direction, and at the last possible second, they've gone rock. <laughs> Aye. It's nuts, but again, it's more SmackDown fodder, I think. I'm principally interested now in how this audience reacts and if they do, in fact, there's an indication that they are going to put their fingers into their ears and do the classic... "Ah, ah, 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 ah." 
Yeah. Because they have re-uploaded, apparently, yeah. the YouTube video excerpt from the segment removing the hug Cody looking Ralph completely that bit correct which leads me to believe that they are at least entertaining the idea of just burying their heads in the sand with all of this now the question is I think we're going to get very loud whether he gets a promo or not because he's certainly having a match we want Cody chance the question is do we get Rocky sucks chance that would be Crazy. I think so. That I think there'll be a bit of both. A bit of both. Will they give him a promo? It depends on the extent to which this is going to be turned into an angle. And I've got a very strong point I'm going to make later on. Well, there's another. There's some exciting stuff on the short preview, I guess. Um, it depends on the. Uh, it depends on whether they're going to pivot or not. And I think yeah. there's a very good reason why they won't. A very, very good reason why they won't. Two very good reasons why they won't. Um. They might be huffing the copium or bargaining with themselves and saying, right, okay, well, they've never once took seriously the opinions of the hardcore fan. And it's not just Vince who didn't want to push, you know, Caval to the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> yes, Triple H, in quite an enterprising bid to get over and babyface himself, um, to... Vince McMahon's detriment at the peak of NXT, which is quite savvy, I guess, looking at how the long game's played out, no pun intended. Um, Triple H is very much, he hates you. Like, he might have pushed your favorites more than Vince would have, and he might have been a more outwardly facing babyface. Uh, he hates promoter. you and he hates your friend Mark. Yeah, yeah I was just about to say. Puts the lip on. He hates you know. your friend Mark. Mm, we, my friend Mark, are going to start watching. Um, my friend Mark looks suspiciously like. Little Drakey Maverick there. <laughs> um, so he's got previous, and it's not merely the me and my friend Mark thing that I was going to point out before Hamlet uh, stepped on my dick. <laughs> Sorry, guys. If you go back and trace his conduct at press conferences, not that one, or like the media calls, he's always very defensive. Oh, you just don't know you, Mark. You don't know how these things operate, and you're pig ignorant, and... You don't know what's best for business, which I know is storyline, but not really. Um, because it took, you know, CM Punk, something happening with him again to change everything again. He, uh, I'm sorry, how's your territory doing? Oh, yeah. He's very, he's always been you like might buy this. that piss and company and yes. fire you again, Billy. He's always been, well, you don't know what you're doing. I'm the game, I'm Triple H, I know what's best. And I know he, you know, he eventually fictionalized that I know best for business uh, catchphrase, but it's very him. It's very, very him. I forgot the point I was going to make before. I just I just get in these Triple H rants. <laughs> what was I going to say? You were talking about, um, well, you said you had two points to make, and one was about this, this better business, and then we never got to the second point. But it's about how it, WWE won't pivot, and you think reasons are one, Triple H is really stubborn, and point I'll, two. I'll collect my thoughts on the SmackDown uh, review. I'll collect well, my I'm thoughts excited then. For this. But yeah. I, it's uh, just because, you know, this is Triple H baby facing himself. I'm saying that's not a reason why they are automatically going to pivot. They might look at the live reaction. I've finally got back on track. <laughs> the live reaction in the building and go, well, they were hot for rock and roll, man. The same usual, the uh, bizarro land on social media. <laughs> and we've already sold the tickets for Mania. Yeah. It's not like... It's bizarro land on social media. Um, so they might 
if you look historically, and again, it's not just WWE, it's Triple H as well, who sat under the learning tree of Vince McMahon for a quarter of a century, mm-hmm. as I keep saying. It's uh, it's very much a company mentality to just outwardly resent, patronize, not to take seriously it anywhere else. The sort of no, 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 the sort of fans who would go online and uh, register their disgust throughout the world. They might be thinking, F- "Them, mm. F- them." Did he hear the building? At the end of the day, there's another more important ego at play here. Mm. He's probably not at the first sign of criticism going to go. Oh, that's okay. We'll do a you know a triple threat or whatever. But yeah. I'm very much huffing the hopium that, as Mike Johnson said, WWE are monitoring the responses, although people are saying, well, WWE looked at it and gone, it's kind of 50-50 this. And I'm like, where are you looking at that to get that so response? Did you see the Rock's tweet? Yeah. Speaking of Daggerate one, it's undeniable. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you killed him. You don't need to piss on his grave. <laughs> like, the, the on Raw tonight, on, like, preview-related stuff, the Seth Rollins promo was brilliant yeah. last week. Um, but it was its brilliance was sort of predicated on the fact that Cody wasn't going to challenge for the title. Yes, that whole thing. What did I say? The success. What story. did I say last week? See, there you go. It feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, because I'm actually right. You're going to tweet it. Okay, let it play out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for the tweet. Where's you, the tweet, Wilbs? I told you they were setting you up yeah. for this. I knew it. I knew it. But it was. But it doesn't really work. Now that they're actually fighting for the title. Yeah. Or should I say... I didn't say it was good. I just said that that's what they were doing. It doesn't really work now that they're fighting for the title after everything that happened on that SmackDown promo, yes. including what Roman Reigns said. It was. It would have been bad enough if Roman had left well alone. And then it, we were just here tonight. And it's like, I know what you said last week, Seth, but like what you said on Monday doesn't marry up with what we saw on Friday. Mm. Consolation prize. Like, everything you said is now dead because The Rock came out and he said, I won that belt. So, like, it's back to being a consolation prize. It needed Cody to be like, what a fantastic argument. I'm going for Roman, but this is a me thing. It's nothing to do with you. Mm. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> like, no. uh, nobody will buy that. A part, um, yeah, that's what I was going to say as well. It's part of the... the they can do it. Sorry, just they can do it. They might do it, but it doesn't feel mm. earned. Like, Insofar as Raw... Um, I think what they'll do is they'll buy themselves some time tonight. Yeah, I think they're not. They're not going to be some like ah right. uh, You hate the Rock apparently online. So yeah, let's retcon the events of SmackDown. I think they will give themselves a week to see if it simmers down, and they'll look at the reaction. Even that seems like naive. I think it's done. I think they book it tonight. Cody and Seth is on the docket as of Raw. I th- I'm, I'm inclined to agree. They go, they go to Vegas with both matches locked I'll, in. I'll expand on why on the SmackDown <laughs> review. I think part of that as well is, is booking the Bull Rope match. Oh, Bull Rope. Oh, Dusty. Oh, Workhorse title. Oh, there we go. Yeah. We'll wait and see. Uh, very intriguing Raw review coming away tomorrow. I kind of wait, but it's like... Uh, you staying up watching it tonight? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. I don't I'll, know. I'll watch it on Discovery+. Plus. And it's uh, been archived three on hour- demand at my convenience. Yeah, three it's hours. It's convenient, is it, watching it at five o'clock mm. in the friggin' morning. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it's slightly more convenient than being a lunatic in there staying up for a three-hour show. Normally, the punk is a big energizer for a three-hour live because you've got the adverts to consider as well. And they throw up the graphic. I put a fire flex at absolutely nuts as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine? It's not, it's not punk's injury that's 
like that apparently that's one thing. of the huge mm. that's one of the huge driving factors. What, oh, they, oh, so they needed a match that was. This is what I said. You know, people should listen to me. This is what I said on the Raw review when Cody and Seth floated the idea of oh, we could just do this because. Yeah. I said, "What have they got on Raw? What have they got on Raw on that World Heavyweight Title picture that is WrestleMania sized?" And I said, "We went through all the permutations. We were going down the line now. Mm-hmm. I said, They've done everything." They the th- that third hour will kill everything at some point. We've seen this for what now, t- nearly twelve years, twelve friggin' years. So th- over a third of Raw's and existence has been this three hours. They've done Drew versus Sammy. They've done Drew versus Seth. They've done Seth versus Sammy. They've done Priest versus all of them. Like Jey Uso is wrestling Jimmy Uso. They've done it all, and they kind of s- did a speed run. From November onwards, thinking they'd had Punk versus Seth in the back pocket. Yeah, I just uh, have a feeling the Rock might have just right, black eyed peas coming and done this. <laughs> right. Like the I saw the thing about the Rock's merchandise was made before the Royal Rumble, so they weren't to know that CM Punk was going to be injured, and they were ready to go for the Rock's return. I wonder if the truth is somewhere in the middle, and the Rock was like kind of like peering through the door, and then CM Punk gets injured. And he's like, "Well, now I can kick it open." Like yeah. Whatever, you know, if there was whatever was yet to be fully determined, it was like, well, now I can definitely have it. Like, I'm the boss. I'm the, I can book this myself because I am I am your boss, Triple H. Mm. So I'm having it anyway. But now here's my and Brian Gowitz's rationale lined up. Because I've got, like, a lot of thoughts. I might have to write them down because I feel like I'm all over the place here. I'm going to say one thing before I forget it right. The Rock. What a complete dick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not being funny, right? He... Obviously, wasn't going to do it in 2020, and that was before the Tribal Chief thing started anyway, right? 2021, the idea of him doing, what was it, 20,000 in the stadium? Mm. Like that, yeah. He was never going to do that. He's had two years to just do it, right? And he's just like, meh. He's always, like, very, like, keeping them on the hook of, oh, I might, I might. And it's like, well, can you hurry up and make your choice, Dwayne? Because Would have been got, daft for him to do Austin's year, wouldn't it? Yeah, because we've got not, like, we're, we're, then again, that was kind of like, not last minute, but you know. Yeah. It just felt like they've been, like, we want to do the match. Obviously, this is the biggest match possible. And that itself should tell you the story of whether they're going to pivot or not. How long they've been working on that. Are they going to toss that aside for a week of, like, social media boycotts and hijacks or whatever? Which, again, haven't even filtered through to the buildings yet. They've wanted this match for ages, for ages. And The Rock's always been like, maybe I'll see how the schedule aligns. I'll see if I'm free. And they've went, right, okay. You're absolutely out. Yeah, I can't do it this year. I can't do it this year. Oh, right, well, we'll do Roman and Brock again. Or, you know, Roman and uh, Edge and Brian or whatever. Mm. The one time it gets really hot. On the back of Cody Rhodes, who's probably at this point a bigger draw than Roman Reigns. Yeah. yeah. Because of the ticket sales mm-hmm. and there's more metrics and support. The fact that it's him. Mm-hmm. It's all about him. It's a convergence of things. It's a post-Vince relief. It is Roman's a huge star. Sami Zayn was instrumental in this. His numbers were great. But I think a lot of it really is Cody. Now it's at its hottest in years and years. And he's probably realized, oh, it's kind of here to stay. I'll do it now then. Mm. At the expense of the guy who really sort of... But it's so rubbish, man. And like, as well... I know I've made it on this very podcast, but it's in terms of fan backlash, obviously, it's similar. But the Brian one really sticks out because Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan then, was never, ever a Vincent Man guy. And he would have 
not been a Vincent Man guy, including WrestleMania 30, if CM Punk doesn't walk out. Brian and Sheamus? Brian and Sheamus, Batista. Triple H, Undertaker, Batista, Orton, yeah. like, and Triple H, Punk. So you're right the way Those there. The, that was the big four for that year. And then Punk walks out, and then obviously things have to... And then ultimately, yeah, there is a pivot with... Uh, they have fine. to. You can have him, but then I'm making him fight Kane. They, like, <laughs> you can have it on your Vince night. told him the week of... Yeah. I'm not to spoil your mood... Before WrestleMania 30. And not to spoil your mood, but this is just where I'm acquiescing because I have to. Roman's my guy, you're not. Michael Sidrick's having his pre-baby holiday, but after this, done and dusted. Yeah. Like, you're losing your belt. This is different because, like, that would be like saying that about, I don't know, like 2000... Like, what we're at with Cody would be like saying that about, like, 2005 John Cena. Mm. Or 1998 Steve Austin. People that a Vince McMahon looked at and went... Obviously, yes. Like, here you are. You are the one I've been looking for. Yeah. Thank you, and off we go. Brian was this this stubborn thing. In Cody, they have an, a John Cena or a Steve Austin or whatever, and they're going, uh, nah. Like, it's the, this is... And this is a new business is doing better than ever, by the way. You can point this on the yeah. news, it'll do huge numbers, obviously, regardless. It's The Rock. People, casual fans, The Rock's fighting WrestleMania. We'll have to tune in for that. They're already doing ridiculous numbers. They've it's already just signed a five billion deal with Netflix. It's a new type. That's a thing they'll, of they'll never ever have enough money. Well, yeah. Never. Ever. That's what separates these people from like us. Yeah. yeah. They can never have enough ever. The, rele- the pandemic releases was the moment, wasn't it, where you, like, they even cited budget cuts, and you're like, wow, so you need your margins to be that big, do you? Right, yeah. So, oh, yeah, it's... So they it, didn't have the production costs of touring live. Yeah. If anything, it was quite welcome to them. Yeah. This is a new one. This yeah. sort of, this is the same, but massively different to the, the Brian ones. We'll talk about it more later on today on the SmackDown Review, live on YouTube, 2 p.m. UK time. Join me. <laughs> um, who do you think wins the ball road match? Oh, I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes. Uh, look. It'd be funny, though, wouldn't it, if you didn't? It'd be funny if you didn't. Um, <laughs> kind of heartbreaking. And it's all happening. I love Cody. He just He's the guy who made it all better. Yeah. He's the guy. I'm Obviously, Omega, Jericho, the Bucks, they all deserve credit. Right. Cody Rhodes is the guy who left wrestling better than he found it. Yeah. From 2016 to now. Cannot tell that story without him being the protagonist mm-hmm. across both companies, re- like creating one, rejuvenating the other. I don't know which is more impossible. Yeah. Creating a competition in an industry against which sponsors and advertisers are like so biased or making WWE halfway watchable again. Like, what is the bigger accomplishment? I genuinely, I'm not being facetious. I don't know. He's referred to himself as wanting to be WWE's quarterback. He's wrestling's quarterback, isn't he? Mm. That's what he is. Yeah. Ultimately. Everything has been driven forward through him. Got a spot for you, at least, in the match tonight. Oh. Cowbell in the middle of the bull rope. Nakamura goes to mist him. Cody puts the bell up. Catches all the mist in the bell. Slings it back in. Oh, I like that. I'm my own mist. Cody rolls him up with the tights or something, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the shortest could be. I, just, I could never, ever predict any Nakamura match post-2016 to be anything less or more than the same old, just, like, intellectually vapid, going through the motions. I'm going to do my spots with no thought, very little feeling. I'm sure he's worked plunder matches or, like, last man standing matches even. It's like, you are... You're doing this to the letter. You are colouring inside those lines. <laughs> you are doing what you are told with no thought, no feeling. So even the bull rope, which is something to look at, mm-hmm. is, I still can't imagine it being, like, hot. Even if a loud crowd wants to get behind. This is the referendum. He's already finished. If Nakamura 
cannot, on this wave of defiance that will greet Cody Rhodes, this molten atmosphere in which a message will be sent, even if it's like a, a social media embellishment, it's still Cody Rhodes, your top baby face and a hot promotion. They'll still react loudly yeah. to him. Yeah. With the away from this narrative. Struggling. Yeah. Um, it still be a three-star match. Yeah. <laughs> Nakamura and Plunder matches, even then if you thought, I could try on this one. Excuse me, you're making me bump on a shoot piano. I'll never do that again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and with good reason. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I'm a bit uh, down in the dumps now off the back of that chat. So oh, get ready for the SmackDown review, brother. You know where I go to uh, cheer myself up? JCU. No, the club. Um, <laughs> thankfully, Katana uh, Jansen and Kane Carr pulled themselves away from that for a few minutes at least. They bloody loved the party, Sage. They absolutely They didn't even know about this Rock Roman thing. They weren't watching SmackDown in the club. It's Friday night, wasn't it? It's um, Friday night. But they We're are. Going to the club. <laughs> Friday night mashup. So. They, they're in action tonight, challenging for the tag titles. The Kabuki Warriors defending against the former champions. It feels nailed on that Damage Control hold all the belts going into WrestleMania, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And uh, the match should be better than the other ones that they've worked on Raw of late because they're in there with better opponents. Uh, here's a spoiler. I think K- Casey Catanzaro, Katana Chan, sorry, mm-hmm. is going to end the match with a big smile on her face. Mm-hmm. Look momentarily a little bit good when she does with the title. And Sure as hell. Next couple of days and weeks, she's going to have a big smile on her face. You know what that is, that you said. Because she loves it's the club. It's Monday night. It's Saturday night. It's Monday night. And we're going to the club. Hey, it's Tuesday night. We're still back at the club. I love how, like, the storytelling company. Everyone's slain there. And the listening company. Don't forget. Shut. I hate this bit. Like, I love how they just don't get it. Everyone thinks they get it, but they don't get it. And I'm the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get, you should be like uh, going through struggle, struggles, struggles. What are struggles? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Start taking up, give us some back. No, I do it far too often for to. to yeah, hand give it out. us a back, man. Like they meant to have obstacles, obstacles, <laughs> obstacles. You know, you meant to like feel like vicarious disappointment on their behalf, and you know they're meant to like struggle and get a prize, lose a, an achievement. Mm. 
really feel it in their soul. It just smiles like an asshole. They were devastated at the Royal Rumble stage. I yeah, it's, it's crap. You know for a fact they could like do the a vignette. The most basic tenets of storytelling this company has resolutely failed to do for the vast majority of its existence. If you want to talk percentages, 1994, great. Nobody watched. 1988 to 1989, great. 1997, great. 2000, great. And uh, <laughs> that's about all. I'd believe more that they'd film a vignette where like, they've been ID'd, trying to get into the club. I think they could put, I'd believe that those characters would show more distress. Yes. Sorry, we can't I leave. I want to go to the club. club. And they, well, they the VIP section's for, what are you talking about? Yeah. We don't want to use the regular bit of the club. Like, I can see their faces looking devastated and tired. Not... At Raw, not mm. losing the match for the belt. I'll look at it tonight, and then sure as hell next week. They'll be partying away. Tell you where else the uh, VIP section's full up. Our live show. Hey, It's always sunny at What Culture Goes Down, the Sunday of WrestleMania. Uh, do join us for that at the Underground Arts in Philadelphia. Tickets still available, although VIP has sold out. I feel a bit like um, turkey, chicken... Um, corned beef, maybe even tongue. Why is that? That's because, Sige, we are the meat in the WrestleMania sandwich. We go down between night one and night two of WrestleMania. Correct. Uh, so do join I us. I Cody Rhodes for it on the news because yeah. it's not like he's going to be doing anything in night two now. So. Along with who else have we got? Punk and Okada as well, Yeah, all f- Cody's definitely coming. <laughs> oh, God. All free around WrestleMania. As with WrestleMania, card subject to change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatculture.com forward slash tickets. Um, I'm going to come to you for this match next because I sense you might be slightly more excited than Sid is about the Miz versus JD McDonough. Let's go. Did you see it? Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to go again. You see the Cry. Thing? Yep. You see the <laughs> I'm going to go again. See the picture of... Uh, You're not watching f***ing Steel Magnolias. I was. It's WWE Raw. Oh, I'm not even talking about WWE Raw. Well, I'm going to go again. I'm talking about still images, British. Chapter of the lives <laughs> is more tragic than the last one. <laughs> Well, Bonnie, you're not dead inside. Did you see the image of uh, CM Punk in the Miz? Uh, <laughs> I did, oh, yes. God. So many, uh, so many old wounds healed. Leave the memory <laughs> The mega powers back together. <laughs> oh, yes. Let me gag while you're down there. Let's get my Mr. Muscle out because it was just so nice to see the dust has settled. <laughs> Greatest long term story in all of wrestling. Punk in the Miz. Mm. That one. <laughs> and we couldn't get him in the ring other than a couple of moments, fleeting moments in the rumble. Yeah. Anyway, I'll try and get past that. I Miz is going to hit there. It's like, you know, when Sean used to say, Sid, with that chin you're sporting, I can hit your sweet chin, he's got nowhere. If Miz can't cross that skull, he's the shit wrestler alive. <laughs> <laughs> that's me saying that. I got, a, I got a trapezoid up here. It's the latest on the uh, R-Truth saga. Well, I think they're winning the bails because WWE, the listening company, will want to realise uh, the fans are going to be pretty sad. And uh, Awesome Truth winning the titles is going to be the play. <laughs> Priest has turned on Truth <laughs> twice now. We tweeted something about getting jumped as part of an initiation. Yeah, eliminated him from the Rumble. Yeah. And so that's, I, and so I that's think, pretty funny. I'm I think sorry. the bit now is our Truth, like the Miz, is going to have to be the one to get to our Truth. Like, mate, they've kicked you out of the group like six times. Like, yeah, uh, like you were in the group in the first place. Yeah, you weren't in the group, but you said you were. And the other, like Damien Priest, even di- like the one that liked you. Threw you out the rumble, then led the beat down on you. Like you're gonna, have to, you're gonna have to get it. You're gonna have to get it. And the truth isn't gonna get it. And then he's gonna get it. And then there's Damien Priest is gonna smoke a cigarette over him. He's like, wait a second, I've seen that. I before. remember that baby's thrown in the air. Like it might not even make it to Mania. They might need to do it at Elimination Chamber. Bit Let's of a, get the star power of the show. Bit of a people pleasing move. What with all these uh, cards. How many events do you want at WrestleMania? Is a rock. Um, did that? Was it Sam Roberts? I was, was expecting more devastation between the two of you here. 
That's funny, isn't it? You know what I mean? You have to like, you have to. Enjoy you gotta it. laugh. You gotta enjoy both sides. Of it. I was gutted, but it's really funny how it's the all rock. playing out. I, I love the rock. So my childhood idol. So fine to get to. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Go on, hang on. Adam Wilborn. Mm. You've got a dinner reservation, okay? <sighs> You've got two RSVPs, but you can only send one of them out. Ugh. <laughs> It's time to play the game! Time to play the game! Guess between the two celebrities that's going to dinner with Adam Wilborn. Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Jim Carrey? Don't answer, he's guessing. Oh! And then actually, no, keep it silent in your head and we'll do one, two, three. And I'll say it at the same time. At the same time as him. Oh my god. All right. I've oh my god. I've got my answer. It's locked in. Okay, it's going to go three. Am, two. am I saying this at the same time as you guys? I'm not saying it. I'm the qu- I'm the quiz master. Okay, sorry. Yes. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Okay. I'll look at you so I can't see his mouth about to move. Okay. Three, two, one. Jim Carrey. Johnson. Oh, <laughs> not right now. I'm not going for dinner with him right now. I was almost spitting off food because you want him to do the green beans bit from oh, yeah, Adventure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Plus, I think I could have actually a shoot really good chat with Jim Carrey. He's a fascinating individual. And right now, definitely not the rock. You wouldn't want to be seen with him. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen what Brian Gewurz has got already, let alone Dwayne. You see that tweet from him as well? We're just going to keep going back to this. Y'all have no idea. I think I do, mate. I watched that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty clear. you do, Brian, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. I've just realised. What? I've got a new game. <gasps> not for now. I'll oh, save something. No, oh, come on. This has been loaded. We should guess The Rock's next bit of terrible patter. Ah, yes. Because it's the sort of thing you can run it through AI and it'll come up with something. Tribal Queef. Drew McIntyre's already been there. Didn't Mm. they, yeah. But but here's my favourite bit of trivia ever. And I say it all the time. But I want to get my flowers for this as well. That's my respect! (laughs) The Rock isn't above. Just, you know, like all wrestlers are just total plagiarists. Yeah. I watch this on TV and I incorporate it into my act. It's like, it's so lowbrow and low rent yeah. wrestling, it just is. So, the two bits of trivia, which is basically to support my argument that he might come out with tribal queef. Ah, you queef. love this one. I know what you're going to say. You love this one. Tribal queef is something that you could just say, and Brian Gowards will go, oh, I claim ignorance. Well, I didn't know that the Scottish fella said that. Two uh, bits of trivia. You know, first one, which is less interesting. You know, easy, big fella, easy, when his cock is throbbing in his trousers. <laughs> is that what that meant? And he's okay. telling, oh, you, sorry, you, just, you don't get this. I thought he was riding an imaginary horse. And he's got easy, big fella. That's why he's such a hero to Wilborn. Yeah. Because his cock is like, <laughs> woof, woof, like in his trousers like that. That was a George Costanza line from Seinfeld was when it? he had retrieved a golf ball from the blowhole of a whale. Okay, <laughs> easy, big fella, don't you know, jerk me off. The other one is Wilborn. Like, actually, what's your favorite rock bed? It doesn't matter what hey. your favorite rock bed is. I got him. I fing got him. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. Ha 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 ha. Which Attitude Era also ran? 
had that in his locker before The Rock. You've probably voiced it over in three videos. Yeah, <laughs> I've completely forgotten. My brain automatically goes to Billy Gunn for some reason. Because nope. he's... Uh, two guesses left. career before. Ooh. This guy, uh, Clue, was not a good wrestler. Ooh. And again, it was an attitude you're undercared. <laughs> <laughs> Those 998 pay-per-views were oh. absolutely horrendous. Remember when, like, um, which one was it where it was, like, just the worst you've ever seen? And so, oh, some good workers in this uh, six months. So we'll do the Nation versus DX. Mm-hmm. And it goes 20 minutes. Oh, oh, fully loaded. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. my God. And then the main event, <laughs> main event was like Austin and Taker together against Mankind and Kane. It was hard as balls. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, Austin's got two belts. <laughs> second belt. Uh, let's go Al Snow. Nope. One more guess. Similar gear. Ooh. Similar attire. Idea. I'd like it to be Hardcore Holly, so I'm going to say Hardcore Holly. Tiger Ali Singh. Really? He did this horrific runner in 1998 where to prove his superiority over the filthy Americans, who was all very nationalistic, mm. rubbish tribe, and they would get plants from the audience to, like, debase themselves by eating, like, horrible stuff or whatever, and they would bring them up into the ring, and he'd say, what's your name, ma'am? And she would begin to answer, and he'd go, that's irrelevant. It doesn't really matter. And I think really? someone was like, you know, if someone talented could actually pull that <laughs> off. Uh, let's give that one to The Rock or Austin. The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Austin didn't want it. He ain't going to get over to Nursery Rhymes, Drain. Izzy Vince, tell him. He's not going to get over. <laughs> uh, we got Come on, t- Steve. Let's go for a game of bones. We don't need that guy. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the uh, other tag title adjacent match, I suppose. Uh, who becomes the number one contender tonight? You've got DIY, All Boys, The Creed Brothers, Imperium, and The New Day. Ah. Uh, it's not going to be DIY. Just done it. Yeah. It's not going to be The Creed. Hang on, is this a f- title match or a contenders? Number one contenders. contenders. Who's in it? <laughs> DIY, Creed <laughs> Brothers, Imperium, and New Day. Creed's have had it as well. Yeah. Just recently, so you can rule them out straight away. Uh, I reckon they'll three-way it... And they'll do the second draw on American wrestling television this week where I think New Day and the Imperium will do a stereo pinfall. Yep. Three-way going against the champions. Judgment Day, obviously, mm-hmm. um, to further the feud. Yeah, could do that. Or have them both be announced as winners so you have a one last match next week because their matches so far have gone mm. like crowd brawls and it's like, yeah, they can't, their anger can't be contained and now they have to have one last match but now it's for a shot, you know, like they have a false count anywhere or something like that but as the number one contenders match that buys you another week of television you do the match at Chamber. Yeah, I, I, that makes a lot of sense. I was I went into this thinking it's obviously not going to be DIY like you say. I thought, I hope, I hoped, although they are going to lose eventually because Judgment Day holds the title WrestleMania, I assume. Um, I hoped potentially it was going to be the Creeds because I thought Imperium, like I say, Imperium New Day cancel each other out. DIY's out of there. Kind of done. <laughs> Do the Creeds again because they ran them incredibly close and then they, Judgment Day, oh, we kind of need to lean on our truth one more time and then when he served his purpose, they properly, I know they've done it twice already, but they go, oh, that was, yeah, it was an initiation actually. I felt like after the Rumble and Raw, the bit is now our truth not really realising that he's been booted rather than the Judgment Day going... Oh, fine, we have to laugh off his silly jokes because he bought us this big telly. Like, mm. it's now more with truth and with the maze slash the crowd trying to get truth to realise mm. that these are no good for you. We'll circle back to Imperium in a second. Uh, before that, uh, Maxine Dupree and Akira Tozawa 
versus Ivar and Valhalla. This is going to die a death. It's going to absolutely suck. And this is absolutely never-ending, trivial. Like, no good can come of this booking. I feel like I'm in a vortex with this. Mm. They'll never get... They might get the odd bit of volume. Um, it's beneath a lot of the characters and wrestlers. and Well, not the characters. A lot of the wrestlers involved. And it's almost negligent to put Dupree on TV because she's had some disastrous mm. showings. The very, very nicest, objectively nicest things you can say about which are, well, at least no one got hurt. It's yeah. just, it's just dangerously untrained. Got a bit lost in the rumble. Yep, just gets lost in a thirty-second squash against Rhea Ripley. That's four it's, matches, isn't it? It's like it's not fair on her. Yeah. I'm blaming Triple H for this. He should not be putting her on TV. It's not just bad. And who cares? Oh my God, the three-minute Maxine Dupree match that I get effectively paid to watch or whatever or to cover like oh no i hate this they're lucky something hasn't really gone badly wrong yeah if like triple h have a feeling it's I, awful i have a feeling i get what's going on here it's like me saying like, like sige um you're gonna be a nuclear physicist for a day right <laughs> what do i do i'll give you a week of training yeah okay i need years of this <laughs> yes oh, don't you'll figure it out and in then, the lab yeah like comedy cut away labs on fire yeah, 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 and then it's like, and then they extinguish it, and then three weeks later, I think we might give him another match. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, oh, like I feel like I can read what might be going on here, and Max need to breathe the way forward here is to just get her doing those reps on the house shows, no matches at the top of the card, the ones at the bottom. Mm. I might be down to why Triple H likes Maxine Dupree and insists on using her, but uh, nope, it's, it's it's unfair on everybody really because Ivar had to lose to Kirita's hour mm. in his otherwise. Destruction job on Alpha Academy. Tazawa got the got the wind, didn't he? Yeah, sucks ass. Yeah, um, me again, huffing the hopium is. Uh, really, you're not. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, I got a little tank as so when I go to bed. Wake up feeling. Let's go. <laughs> it's going to taste great. <laughs> it's going to taste great. I can't wait to s- crash your SmackDown party. <laughs> Great show, otherwise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, yeah, they blew the really good bit. They really blew the good bit. Yeah, you called it, so it's your fault, really, if anything. If anything, yeah. Um, I booked it better. You did. Um, yeah, is the reason they're doing this is to hold Chad Gable in a holding pattern so he can eventually go over everyone and be like, oh, I've beaten one big guy. I'm going to finally go back and beat the other <sighs> big guy. That's what I'm hoping for. But I like you say, I'm as, as bored as, as you guys of this. I'm no longer under the belief that that is happening. I don't know what else is happening, but uh, probably ain't that. Well, speaking of which, Gunther's got his it's six, wide open now, I guess, though. Yeah, 600-day celebration for the Intercontinental Champion tonight. Mm-hmm. Feels ready-made for Jey Uso to say, I'll take it off you then. Yeah, Gunther, and they'll get this over, I think. Gunther is going to hate as much as Roman Reigns hates the word yeet. Something as trivial as what he believes Jey Uso to be, getting in the way of this, this ceremony that he takes seriously, takes wrestling seriously, the whole thing. They've folded this into Gunther's character in a way I never would have imagined, by which I mean I'm actually entertained by it. I did not care about that Matt is sacred sh** ever. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's for some wrestling fans, that is not for me. They've just... Oh, oh just reminded me, um, on the SmackDown pr- uh, review, I will update you on the swear counter for uh, 2024. Oh, 
just reminded me. I think I'm in trouble from when you were. No, I was when leading. You were, I think I was leading last time. I don't know. I think I might have I sworn on this after. podcast. You very kindly took yourself away into that mini office for the week and out of the studio. Uh, you got a little bit. Yeah, I think I might have got a bit yeah. excited. Yeah, the the way they the way they've tweaked <laughs> that character <laughs> so that it's not so bloody Timothy Thatcher and it's actually entertaining. Like I'm really impressed. Yeah. Like there, it's he. He's got a personality. Yeah, and he. That's what about him. He's still at his core. The core of him, he doesn't like a lot of these WWE superstars, but it's because he thinks that there's one way to do it, and it's he's the got way ethos. It's the way he's doing it. Yeah, like good he, juxtaposition, and he shoots, which didn't really work on like your dickhead grimy indie. It's no, just, it's all sacred it's, to those losers. It's all, it's all, <laughs> yes. it's all grimy. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like he still he goes out there and he like shoots on the Ultimate Warrior and stuff like that. So that's. It's crap. And then like he'll say it about, you know, mm. your favourite wrestler and then he'll beat them to prove it or whatever. It, it does. It works way better than I think it did once upon a time. Uh, and it makes sense with this character being a heel. Jey Uso, in contrast, like a sports entertainer to the core, mm. like him breaking this up. It's got a bit of uh, like it, be, these two collectively can do what Kurt Angle used to do by himself. Like he was so great at being the real serious guy that could smash Roderick Strong about. Oh, yeah. And then he could put the cowboy hat on. Yeah. You get mm. one of each. Year. Is that what you think is going to happen? Jay's going to lay out the challenge for, for Gunther? Yeah, they'll build it. So. <laughs> oh, there you have it. There, let us know your thoughts ahead of Raw tonight. And if you're going, please take uh, We Want Goody Signs and try at least. Yeah. Try. Try. Um, let us know your thoughts. Maybe, uh, like, do what you want as well. Maybe people. Over the coming weeks, or like get really invested in the rock and roll, and yeah. like it's just it's massive. There's no story. They're gonna have to lie. They're mm. gonna have to tell a story. It's a complete lie. But like it's still huge. Like maybe they'll just over time just oh, I'm quite into this actually, and it'll just pass. We're right in the eye of the storm at the moment. I don't know. I've got a point to make. But I'll save it for the SmackDown review. Hey boy, continue the conversation with us on X at What Culture WWE. Watch. They can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. I don't know. Follow us all M Sidgwick. I want the followers. Say that. Say that for backlash. At What Culture WWE. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcast. And join us for the SmackDown review live on YouTube at 2 p.m. today. If you can't, don't worry, it'll be out as a podcast later on today as well. But for now, this has been the Raw Preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet, to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 